0: Tonight on the final score, you know, we've, we've talked about this. We'd, we started out doing just sports. Now we're getting into kind of the entertainment part of the world. And uh, with me tonight is a guy that, you know, if you guys that get tired of hearing me talk or get tired of hearing me interview people, you can partially blame blame this guy for it because he kind of is responsible for getting me uh, started in this, in this kind of work uh, a few years ago. This this guy asked me to be his partner on a wrestling podcast called Brawl for All. It was really a, a wrestling right. wrestling kind of podcast. We talked, we interviewed guys, had a good time with it, and uh, now this guy has moved on. And li- to to think a Northampton County boy has written a novel. He's wrote a novel now, and this this is coming out tomorrow. A new requiem. With me today is Lance Jenkins. How are you doing today, Lance?
1: Steve, I'm doing great. You're too kind in your introduction. I don't know if I'm responsible for all that, but I, <laughs> I appreciate it. And uh, I will tell, will tell you though. Now you definitely, uh, you definitely made a name for yourself in the field and uh, and are growing. And well, I, I wish you the best, man, because uh, you definitely have. Uh, a bright future when it comes to this business, but like I said, I don't know about all those good things, but I should appreciate
0: it. Well, you know, you you just don't want to take the blame for these people that don't like. God knows, here he comes again, talking. <laughs> yeah, it's, Lance, it's Lance's fault. it's Lance's fault. So, they I'd love to take credit. I would love to. <laughs> I just don't think
1: it's due.
0: But what? So what's been going on with with Mister Lance? I know you know me and Lance. Lance is a lot younger than me, and I'll go ahead and admit that. Lance is. Uh, how old are you now, Lance?
1: Thirty-two.
0: Thirty-two. So thirteen years there. I was a teenager before Lance was born. So when we were doing the wrestling podcast, it was kind of like you know when I would talk about this old wrestling I used to watch. Lance was like, you know, I don't know who you're talking about, or you know, I was showing my age, but <laughs> you know, and and before we were we went on there, I was telling them some other stuff, and and I was and I was like, I can't keep forgetting. How much younger you you are to me, but uh, have you have you been keeping up with the wrestling scene?
1: Yeah, I have. You know, I mean, I, I will tell you, I don't get to watch it as much as I used to. I don't get to watch television in general as much as I used to. But You're one of the man. things that, yeah, but but one of the things I still love to keep up with it. that. Yeah, you know? and so I after every single Monday Night Raw and after every single SmackDown and NXT and particularly the. Um, uh, I guess they used to be called pay-per-view events, but the network events. Right. I am always watching, uh, to see what happened, you know, what, what's going on. And I can count on one hand how many times I've actually watched a program in the last year, or two even. Um, this is the first year in over two decades that I have not watched WrestleMania. Wow. Um, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even watch it, I mean, but I remember I was out of town, you know, so that's why, otherwise I wouldn't have. But you know, the truth is, is that uh, I still keep up with it because I love it. I mean, I always will do.
0: Well, it's it's not having having the best uh, product right now, but I'm kind of excited. Come November, AEW comes on TNT, so maybe that that's mm-hmm. bringing forth a little competition for for Vince now. Maybe he'll he'll up his ante a little bit.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Cause let's just be honest, the product was better when they had competition in WW at the time, WWF. And, uh, it was all, it was much better then. And, um, but you know, it is what it is. And it seems like every single year, a lot of people say the exact same thing you just said, the pundits will say that the product is not as good. And it's typically around these timers Um, and then it gets a little better at SummerSlam, but then, or sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. And then they move on and it's, you know, they, they have, they, they've tried to levy that here lately, it seems, because, you know, you'll have these shows, uh, in Saudi Arabia that are, have a high profile names or what have you. And they'll, they'll develop high profile storylines a few weeks leading up to it, but it just to me seems like, uh, it's kind of the same old, same old. I agree with you. Probably have a lot to develop and hopefully
0: they will. Yeah, I hope, uh, I hope it does. So let's 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 get right down to it. What, what we're here to talk about. So you wrote a book. Now tell me, when when did you start writing, anyway?
1: Well, I've been writing a long time, uh, Stevie, just for fun and pleasure. Wrote a lot in college, obviously. But I mean, I, I wrote uh, for fun for many many years, and but I had always kind of wanted to write a novel, but I never really, I never really sat down and said, I'm going to just do it, and you know, I'm just going to write this, and in 2015, uh, before we even launched a single episode of this podcast, you and know, I were talking about right. Bob Rob, um, I said, I'm going to write a novel, and so I started, and I got about 100 pages in that year, and just stopped, I didn't like the story um, that I was writing, I didn't feel passionate about it. And to be honest with you, Stevie, uh, I feel like I was just writing for the sake of writing. Like, I'm I'm writing just to achieve the goal of writing a novel. And frankly, uh, if it's not a good story, I don't think people are going to want to read it. And um, And that was just the wrong reason to try to undertake such a, a big undertaking. But I think that when it finally came to me what story I wanted to write after a few failed attempts, it was probably late 2017 when I developed the concept for what became a new Requiem. And, um, mm-hmm. I ended up, I didn't start even then until May 2018. And, um, I wrote it in seven months, wow. uh, from May 18, yeah, to, um, I guess the end of December, first week of January at the latest, but it was, um, it, it was tough because I just do you know, I just don't want to do full time. And uh, so, you know, you, you can't work on it all day long. And uh, so I would come home and I'd eat dinner and um, work out, whatever, and get everything done, and get ready the next day. And then about nine o'clock, I'd get started on it. And I did that for seven months.
0: Jeez. So, I mean, tell us a little bit about how, how you talk about this concept of, the, of a new Requiem. How did this come about?
1: Yeah, so I'm surprised that's a question I haven't been asked a lot, actually. That, that question has not been asked to me in a single interview that I've done so far. Uh, how did I come up with the concept? Uh, and, and the reality is, is that what I want to dispel is that it had anything to do with where I grew up because, uh, it is, it challenges, uh, in this novel, I'll, I'll give you a summary, if you will. Um, right. So a 17 year old boy in this book, uh, is murdered and raped in a very brutal situation, uh, by a, well, they don't know who by, but they accused is a, uh, a gay community chorus director and, uh, a teacher, um, in the community. And so he, we the reader knows early on that the, that he didn't do it, but the town immediately turns against him and, uh, believed he did it, conviction, if you will, in the court of public opinion. Right. And so the reality is, is that the reader all along knows that he didn't do it, but this town is so adamant that he did, and it's really not because they necessarily really believe he did, or that the evidence is there to support it, but it's because of who he is. Now, yeah, you know, it's a small town in this book, and so when people ask me, well, with a few times people have asked me off of the air how I developed the concept. Um, I like to make sure they know that that it isn't it isn't picking on small towns, you know, it isn't picking on it just happens to be one in this novel, and it isn't picking on where I'm from. You know I love where I'm from Oh yeah. Um you know, that's 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 not that's not all the case. But I do think I mean I used a small town in this case, but I do think that there is a message in this novel, despite the fact that it's a good thrilling story. It's got a little romance, it's got a little uh Got a little crime, you know, it's got, got kind of the elements of all the things we love, right? <laughs> but the, um, but I will say that this novel does have a message and I don't want people to get too caught up in it. But the message is that we perhaps should, uh, we would all get along a little bit better if we'd be a little more empathetic and understanding towards others. And, and I'm not saying that you have to accept things that, uh, you don't, you know, fundamentally agree with, uh, but I think that uh, even as a Christian, well, that's how I identify. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: as a Christian, I think that we ought to take a look at how we deal with things that we're not used to and aren't accustomed to. And if we would do that, I think that we might be able to get along a little bit better. People might, you know, even be more inclined to hear what we have to say. Uh, so I think the message of love, empathy and understanding is important to me. Um, and I think that's why I was so passionate about this story and getting it done. Where no, I wasn't about
0: the others, yeah it, would, it definitely it, it seems like the trend this day and time going is if if you're different, you have a difference in opinions with somebody, then you automatically have to hate them and and I'm like you know, yes, um. Uh, if If everybody agreed on the same thing, this world would be a boring place you know that people people don't agree with a lot of things I say on my show or people don't agree with a lot of things I put on my Facebook and that's fine I mean I'm not expecting you to it it would be a boring place, but that's that's a good i I like that answer that's that's pretty good everybody yeah. so thank you I appreciate that so when did it when did it become a reality to you that you know when did it hit you? that wow, this is this is gonna be it. I've always wanted to write a novel. This is gonna be it. When did it hit you?
1: And I did have that moment, um, because I've, I've I've heard the folks say they never do and they think they're gonna have that moment. I did have that moment and it came on very unexpectedly. I was uh, when I when I started writing in May, I I wrote part it's a five part novel. Um, I write long chapters, so it's twenty one chapters. Um they're all long instead of short ones like some authors tend to lean toward. But I was in part two. I was finishing up part two um, when in July of 2018, about a year ago, actually a couple weeks, um, I found out that one of the inspirations for one of my characters in this novel had passed away. All right. And um, I will tell you, at that point, I, I, I told myself, I'm not going to not finish this. Um, because I had told him in 2017, his name was Dwight Barry. A lot of people right. knew Dwight in the northeastern part of the state. Dwight inspired a character in my novel named Dwight Carey. And he's the only character in the novel that I that I wrote identically to somebody I know. Um, you know, a lot of new authors will tend to write about what they know, and I, and I did, but um he is the only character that was really inspired entirely by somebody else. And so I had told him that I was uh doing this and um when I found out he passed away from lung cancer I was like, There's there's no way I'm not finishing this book. And so there was the first moment. I just it was bound and determined that it was gonna happen. But I'd say it was probably November around Thanksgiving, a little after Thanksgiving time when I realized, oh my gosh, like a new Requiem is is going to be what my dream has been all along. And, um, that was, that moment was pretty exciting. The other moment was pretty emotional. That was pretty, I I can't really describe it in words and I am a man of words, but I I have a difficult time (laughs) describing what that felt like because it was, Um, You know, it's just—I guess there's a feeling anybody has when they fulfill a dream and they they start to realize that dream and recognize that it's actually happening. It was a feeling that I I can't equate to words.
0: So, what what was it like, actually actually putting your hands on a copy of it, you know, the finished product, and then when it came back, what was it like then? I know that had to be like one of those moments that like you talk about the moment that you knew this was going to happen, but when you actually see it. Well, that had to be a big thrill for you. Yep. You know, I remember the first
1: day I printed it off from Microsoft Word and put it in a three-ring binder, and I thought to myself, well, this is even cool. I wonder what it's going to feel like to uh, <laughs> to see the actual book. And so then that, that happened about, I'd say, two to two and a half weeks ago, Um I I guess it was, yeah, I guess about that time I got a copy. I, I was able to see the paperbacks first. Uh, and I was a little, I was a little disheartened that the paperbacks were coming in first. I knew I couldn't wait to the hardcover's trying to open them both, but, uh, <laughs> but then I, I, I remember opening that box and, um, Courtney took a picture of me when I did and I didn't know she was going to do it. And it really defined everything. Um, I, I cannot describe it. it. It was a surreal. I'll try though. It was a surreal feeling, um, you know, like anything, I guess. When you accomplish something that uh, is important to you, and you see, you see it. Uh, it, it it's just unreal. Um, I'll never forget that moment as long as I live.
0: Yeah, de- definitely. When you have a goal, uh, and it's something that obviously that you've had for a long, long time since you've been writing in college and even before. When you have a goal like that and you fulfill it, and we're able to, you know, not just see it like you said in a three-ring binder, but to actually see it come in in a actual book, I, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. imagine. I mean, I'm no writer by any means, but you know, something like that, it, uh, I can't, I can't imagine what kind of feeling that was. But that, that's pretty awesome there.
1: It was uh, unbelievable, and the fact that I kind of left this part out, I forgot. I actually saw the ebook on my phone and tablet before I read uh, the paperback and the hardcover. And um, that was even kind of cool. But when those when those paperbacks came in, it, it's just a totally different feeling.
0: <laughs> yeah, when uh, and, and this day and time, when you see, I guess, a lot of these kids that, that are have the iPads and their iPhone, whatever social uh, media little thing you have, you don't remember mm. buying actual books. Uh, You've you pretty much yeah. downloaded them all your life, but uh, to, and that's me. I, I'm the same way. Just like a, a, a about a month ago, I was at a at a store and looking at the magazine rack, and the NFL and college football preview magazines were there. And I said, you know, every year I try to buy them because I just like having it in my hand. And I'm just mm-hmm. old like that, and I said, you know, I know football season is is coming soon because that's there, and I, I it was that was that's one of my things there when I when I'm able to buy that, that's a good time. I'll go through that cover to cover, and that's how I was when I was a kid. I'd go through these magazines cover to cover. Now it's it's so much out there, so much information out there. It's kind of like you know, I miss the old days, and I'd rather have a, a actual hard copy of it in my hands. Right, well,
1: I'm the same way. I am. I mean. Uh, and, and of course, Courtney, she, uh, she has, I got hundreds probably I was going say thousands, but hundreds of ebooks. Right. Um, and I just, you know, I've tried them, but, uh, for me, it's, uh, it's pretty special to hold it and And when it's your own, it's, I can't even oh, describe yeah. it, but,
0: Definitely.
1: um, but yeah, but, but to hold a book is just more, I don't know, just more, really gets me more than anything. Um. But you know, so I will tell you though that um, and I, I know we'll get into this later, but uh, I just found out yesterday that anybody who purchases a hardcover or paperback, um, I think I don't know if it's gonna last a week or two whatever, but they'll get a free copy of the ebook as well. Okay. Um so and that was they, they asked me if I wanted to do that and I was like, Well, as a debut novelist, I want as many people to read it as can. Right. So if you think that's gonna, if you think that's gonna help, then sure, you know, and they said, all right, let's do it. So you got nothing to lose. And I said, okay, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I guess at the end of the day, you know, if somebody buys a hardcover or a paperback, they typically don't buy the ebook, uh, in addition to. So that's pretty neat to have that too. Cause for me, uh, sometimes I have to, um you know, if I'm reading a book, uh, um, I'm at an airport. Uh, i don't have my hardcover with me it is kind of nice if i got the ebook Just as
0: well i could kind of pick back up there that's right so uh, have you so, had any have you have you or is there any plans for any book signings yes
1: yeah, so i've got nine on the schedule wow um, right now <laughs> and yeah my first one is actually this monday in richmond county where i worked uh for almost two years um I really loved Richmond County. For me, Northampton is always going to be home, but it, it felt like a second home to me. And so my first signing is actually going to be there at the Leith Library, uh, in downtown Rockingham on, um, Monday, July the 15th, 4 to 6. But then I've got, um, next Friday, uh, so a week from tomorrow, um, I've got, uh, my first signing in Runner rapids Okay. Uh, and that's going to be at uh, Hockaday General Store Museum on Everett's Road, uh, Everett's School Road, I think it is, in, um, uh, in Rock Rapids. And then the next day I've got a morning signing there as well. And my first time in Northampton County is going to be August the 8th. Um, that's a Thursday night. It's presented by the Chamber of Commerce. I'm obviously excited about all of them, but that was the first one I
0: booked.
1: Yeah. So I'm pretty pretty excited about that.
0: Yeah, the, the coming back home, coming back to your hometown, Chamber of Commerce right there in your hometown of Jackson. So that that's that's mm-hmm. gonna have to be one of your uh, one of the the big thrills for you there as far as book signings go. I, I, I'm, and yeah, I'm sure. and I'm sure I can't imagine the turnout that's gonna be there either.
1: Well, I appreciate that. I hope this is a good turnout. I mean, I hope people will just—it's a book sign and a social, so I just like to see everybody again. You know, yeah. so uh, I—I'd love for everybody to come out and have a good time. I know Northampton County Chamber is going to do a good job putting it on. They—they've they've been great, by the way. They—they—they—they they, they, they haven't asked me to do a single thing, but just show up. And they said it's going to be a great time. Um, I even told them I was like, you know, let's try to figure out a way we can raise money for the chamber and. You know, Judy that yeah. she just said, no. She said, this is going to be about you. And I'm like, I don't really intend for it to be. You know, she said, that's what we're going to do. That just that just uh, speaks to the volumes of the people in Northampton County. And I just know mean, that I mean, means a lot to me. So I am obviously excited about all of them. Uh, but that one, I have to be frank, is uh, pretty special.
0: Right. right. I'm sure. I'm sure. So before we... Before we get to all the places we can buy it, and I, you know I'm going to ask this question. I'm pretty sure you know it. Okay. Even, before, even before we know how how much success, well, I'm sure this is going to be really successful for you. Any plans okay. or any ideas for a second novel?
1: Oh, yeah, I can answer that already. I already started
0: on it. <laughs> okay, um, good, good.
1: <laughs> yeah, already started, yeah. And uh, it's, I'm not too deep into it, but um, it is... Um, largely similar things totally different story and if you don't mind i'll I'll give you and your listeners the, the very first preview of this uh publicly but it's about a uh, i'm actually writing so i wrote a new requiem from third person and I'm writing this one from first person, so just one character's perspective and it's a woman so that's obviously a task and a challenge in itself uh, because i'm not but um this woman is named Kay Jordan, and she works for the committee to reelect the president um, in 1971. And this, of course, was President Richard Nixon. This was right before the Watergate scandal. And so, this story is going to follow her journey, her rise in politics, in a time where women really weren't involved in politics as much as they are today, and it really wasn't expected that they would be either. But she's a very strong and independent woman, and so she made a name for herself, and that's why she was able to work for the President Nixon. Well, obviously there was a lot going on at that time. Um, perhaps the biggest political scandal in our nation's history was yeah. about to break. And so it's a historical fiction piece about how uh, she ends up being asked to do some things uh, before Watergate that are Watergate esque, if you will, where she doesn't feel comfortable, and essentially she turns against the president. And because they're trying to cover it up in the first place, um, they're not they're not going public about her turning against. But they try to retaliate against her. And so it's kind of a uh, it's a more thrilling story, I think, than a New Requiem is. And it follows this really action packed journey of this woman trying to flee. Um, trouble after she turns against, um, the, the president. And so I think it's going to be a neat piece of historical fiction. I've never written historical fiction, but I'm a big history guy. I'm going to take a stab at it. And I'll even give you the, the, ten, the what I believe is going to be the title of the book. I didn't come up with a new requiem until about halfway through it. Right. Um, but uh, this title, uh, the book, of the, this title of this next book, I believe, is going to be Queen of a Gentleman's Game.
0: Okay. Wow. So, that's pretty Cool title.
1: We'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you giving us a scoop on that. Yeah, that's just that's Your yeah, first sure. one. All right. So, yeah. New Requiem becomes available tomorrow. Tell us, where mm-hmm. can we order a New Requiem at? Yep. So
1: you can order it on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble. I think right now the best price is on Amazon. So I'll, I'll tell you that. Uh, you can order on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, wherever major book retailers are and wherever books are sold. Um, I think that most people order on Amazon. Um, right. I will say that um, you do get your two uh, two day Prime shipping uh, if if you do. I understand that. And um, I also believe that. That for sure is one of the places that you can get the free ebook when you purchase the hardcover and the paperback. And I actually just found out too, um, the ebook is going to be discounted for the first week um, at four dollars ninety nine cents. So you really can't beat that right, into the ebook. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I, I think most people will probably head to Amazon or Barnes and Noble, and you can always find the links uh, to any other site, including that. Um, on my website, which is com. b the b, letter b, com.
0: And and these will also be available if we get actually, you know, if people go to it, like a, I think the the local people around here, Barnes and Noble in Greenville, I'm sure they'll be available there too, right?
1: Yeah, and if they and it, it, they certainly are, and if they're, in, I'm a david novelist, so I don't know how much they'll keep in inventory, right. but if. That are sold on it or whatever, and they're gone, they can always order it right there in the store, too, and they'll, they'll get it to them.
0: All right. Well, one, one last thing let's remind everybody, and we'll, we'll talk about the the book signing at the Chamber in Northampton County because most of the listeners I'm going to get are going to be in North Northampton County. Remind us of that date and yeah. time again.
1: Yes, Thursday, August 8th. Uh, it's going to start at 6 o'clock p.m. I guess we've got to run until. And it's going to be at the Northampton County Visitor Center, which is also the Chamber of Commerce. Right. It's right
0: across from the Bassir
1: on Jefferson Street in Jackson.
0: Right. So you can go go to the book sign and get you something to eat at the Bassir also. So uh, that's right, Lance. I and can't I think they'll have
1: some nice. I think they'll have some nice wines there. Oh, so I'm not a wine guy, but. If you like wine, I think they're gonna have some that
0: night. You know, I—I'll I, tell you what—what what Jackson really mm-hmm. needs, it, you know, the wine. I'm not a wine guy either. Jackson needs a—they need to put a brewery in there. You have some of those the craft oh, beers. Oh, gosh, uh, that'd be I, great. I, 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 there's a place in a Hosky. Uh, we go to Quick Triggers over in Hosky. I don't know if you've you've checked that place mm-hmm. out when you were home. It' great, great place, great atmosphere. They have bands there. Some of the be- I don't know if you're a chicken wing guy. Some of the best wings oh, yeah. you'll ever have is over there at Quick Triggers. Oh wow! It's a shameless plug for Quick Quick Triggers right now. But uh, Lance, man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you doing this interview with us today. I appreciate you. Uh, Proud of you, buddy. Uh, you've you you know you've made one of your goals. So a lot of people, especially around this area, a lot of people don't don't go through with their goals that they have in life like this. And and I'm proud to say I'm friends with this guy. This guy has has, has made one of his goals happen. And uh, you know can't say enough about you, bud. Congratulations, I and uh, I wish good. you I wish you the best of luck, bud. I hope I hope the first one is just a. Uh, uh, Man, well, let's let's go with New York Times bestseller, uh, and then we'll go, we'll go for number two, and we can everybody can say they heard a, the, about the second one first here on the final score.
1: Uh, they will definitely have to say that because this was the first place, and I will say too, I appreciate all those nice things you said. But uh, you, you mean the world to me too. I, I, I cherish your friendship, and I, I appreciate you having me on your program.
0: All right, guys. Check out a new requiem available tomorrow, like you said. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, get the get the ebook or the hard copy, and go check him out at the Chamber of Commerce, August the eighth, six o'clock. Chamber of Commerce in Jackson, North Carolina, like you said, he'll be there from six until. Don't don't show up at eight thirty, nine o'clock. Expect him to be there. Be <laughs> so, Hopefully, hopefully there'll be a big enough crowd there that uh, he'll have to stay a while. Now, you're going to be signing there.
1: Yes, uh, be yeah, I'll be doing a sign. Yep, so you can obviously purchase a book if you don't have one yet They there um, in both hardcover and paperback. But if you have a book already, uh, whether you've read it and broken it in or if you haven't even touched it yet, bring it in and I'll sign it.
0: Okay. All right, well, that's what we need yeah. to know. All right, Lance, I'm going to let you go. Get back to writing some more, and uh, I know you got a you're a busy man and, uh, with the insure, between insurance and writing. I know you're a busy man, so uh, I'm gonna let you go. Appreciate you taking time with us today, and uh, that's gonna do it for us today on the file score. So we'll see you, Lance. Thank you again. Thank you, Stevie. All right, that's Lance Jenkins, guys. Check out a new requiem available tomorrow.